0: Put your hands to heaven, thank you, Jesus. Father, we take authority over this atmosphere, we speak, Lord, that your word would prevail in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for the manifestation of your spirit. Church, I want you to just pray in tongues for a minute. Just yield yourself to the Holy Ghost. Let your focus be on him this morning. That quietness, that stillness in the presence of God. Where it's just you and the Father only and nothing in between. Just you and God. That's what Jesus came to do. That's what Jesus came to do. And this morning, there is that access. There is that access in the presence of God. I just want you to be sensitive to the spirit of God that is in the house. And one way to yield is by praying in the Holy Ghost. One way to yield is by submitting yourself to the Spirit. And let your mind be focused on Him. He said, I will keep Him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on me. Whose mind is stayed on me. say i will keep him in perfect peace who doesn't have any trouble all around him he said i will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me so there may be things you are going through but your mind is stayed on jesus but then there is peace all around there may be things you are trying to deal with and struggling with and looking for solution but god is saying i will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me so the key your mind staying on jesus in spite of everything that you're going through in spite of everything that surrounds you peace is not the absence of trouble it's the presence of jesus it's knowing that jesus is there in spite of what i'm going through so i will keep him in perfect peace that's why we call him father that's why we call him father that's why we call him father he's a good good father he's a good good father he's a good good father so this morning if you have to shut your eyes from the destruction and just let only Jesus be magnified you don't need anyone to touch you but Jesus you don't need anyone to lay hands on you but Jesus Jesus only and when you see him you see everything Everything becomes clear wisdom comes clarity comes you can see with your eyes closed you can see in the realm of the spirit you can see who Jesus is and when he's revealed to you everything becomes clear I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me so let your mind be stayed on him this morning away from the wandering let your mind be stayed on him this morning sensitive lift your hands to him and say Lord I've come to you this morning I've not come before a man I've come to be touched by Jesus I've come to be touched by Jesus just lift your hands to him and talk to him is
1: Jesus, this is the way you father me. I love the way you father
0: me. I hear God say in my spirit. I want to father someone. I want to be a father to you. I want to show you what it means This is the way I father you to love you unconditionally. He said, when we were yet seen as Christ made for us, not counting our sins against us. God say, you've longed so much for your father, your physical father, to to love you and to, and you've you've sought for his approval many many times. And growing up as a child, you never had that love of a father. But I hear God saying, "Let me father you." says the spirit of god i will bring you to myself again i hear god saying that you had said to yourself i think god doesn't love me i think he's forgotten about me i think i'm not his priority but this morning i just see the father saying, I never left you, I never left you, I never left you and I I see him saying that while you were there all alone in the tears, I was there with you, I had my arms around you. We see. Jesus someone was asking me pastor how do you do it how do you prepare for the service how do you prepare for a service on Sunday and on Wednesday And it just seems that you know what to say I really don't know what to say I just submit to him His presence I called someone up on the phone during the week and I said I'm tired he said why are you tired what's wrong I said because I'm tired he said what's wrong I said I'm dying I'm dying I'm dying in his presence I when David was in the presence of God and he danced so much and he was not dignified. I just lose everything. That's why sometimes when we come to church and you just feel like "Um, why is pastor in tears? I don't care. I'm seeing something different. God is real. We're not playing church. We're not just gather and just come on Wednesday and come on Sunday. No, we're coming for an encounter. We're coming to meet a real God. So when I get in his presence, I'm like God, what do you want to say? Many times, he just kills me. He just kills me and I'm just dead in his presence. And I remember what Paul Paul He said. just imagine him get him getting into the presence of God and he lost touch of humanity, lost touch of things and lost touch of the everyday mundane things and he's just caught up in the presence of God and all that matters to him is the next person that receives Jesus. All that matters to him is that there's a church that has been planted in Corinth and a church being planted here and there so that the word of God have free cost that's all that matters to him that's everything that matters so when we have church jesus should come his presence to feel the place you and i should be touched by him and when we are touched by him we carry that presence into the marketplace we carry that presence in our neighborhood, our homes, our family and friends, our community. And then Jesus begins to find expression. He can only find expression through a man. That's why Jesus himself would come in the form of a man. So we wonder and think that, oh, I wish that God would just show. Hmm. He has showed up in you. What are you doing with him when he shows up in you? What expression are you giving to the grace and the anointing, the rest on you, wherever you go? That's what Jesus was trying to explain to Nicodemus, to be born of the Spirit. To be born of the Spirit. It's a new kind of birth. It's a new reality that we have in Christ Jesus. It's a new reality, a new kind of life that we are living It's the newness of life and we say it's a shared life, it's not our life, it's a shared life with Christ, it's the life of Jesus so he's sharing that life with us so all he's asking of us is that come and partake of the new life that I have brought, not the old life that we're used to that we know but the new life, it's a new life, the purpose of everything that we're chasing All our dreams, all our goals, all our pursuits, everything is to be like Him, everything. Every vision, every dream, every achievement is just to be like Him, nothing more, nothing more, nothing more, there's nothing more. The reason He's going to give you 10 cars is so that you will be like Him. Now how does 10 cars relate to being like Him? So that 10 people will have cars to use you can't drive 10 cars so that when they see you they see Jesus you become the example so when men look at you and they are looking for God and looking for Jesus they look at you the reason he will give you a million dollars is so that you can be like him not so that you can brag that you have arrived no so that you can be like him how? he will do some, what Jesus would do with 10 million dollars or a million dollars is what you would do with a million dollars. So that you can be like him. The reason he would give you a spouse is so that you can be like him. The reason you'll, you'll have children is so that you can be like him. Everything we chase is to be like him. Nothing more. Everything is to be like him. The reason we are having church, the reason we preach, the reason we tell people be reconciled to God is so that we can be like him that's the whole essence of humanity the reason you have a job is so that you can be like him the reason you're looking for one is so that you can be like him nothing more absolutely nothing absolutely nothing that's the entire purpose and any manifestation that is void of this experience counts for nothing that's why you don't look at people and then You look at them determine how successful they are by the number of cars they have or the number of houses they have and say okay this person is successful because he has two cars he has three cars he has four houses this person is successful because he he has money in his bank account no this person is successful if he's fulfilling the purpose for which he was designed This person is successful if the reason God created him is what he's doing. To be born of the Spirit. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. New Living Translation says from verse 16. It said, So we have stopped evaluating others from a of human view from a human point of view at one time we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view how differently we know him now this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person the old life is gone a new life has begun all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ and God has given us this task of reconciling people to him says for God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself no longer counting people's sins against them and he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation so we as Christ ambassadors God is making his appeal through us we speak for Christ when we plead come back to God God is making his appeal through us so it's a shared life so anything that happens to you is God making an appeal to the people around you come back to God because when they look at us they would want to come back to God when they look at our lives they would want to come back to God so God through us is appealing to the world come back to me through us it says for God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ we can't separate it you can't remove one from the other you cannot it has to be through Christ so God is walking in us but through Christ so everything Christ represents we should represent Christ stands for, we should stand for, is a shared life through Christ and this is done by the spirit. It's not done in the natural. No, it's done by the spirit. That's why we are saying you need to come to the point where you realize that you are born of the spirit. When you are saved, you are born of the spirit. It's a new birth. It's a new kind of birth you don't live by your natural senses anymore you live by faith and live by the spirit it's a shared life go to Romans chapter 8 condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus and because you belong to him the power of the life-given spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus Now because you belong to him not because you're on the world you're on earth it's different because you belong to him the power of the life given spirit has freed you that's who you are that's what it means to be born of the spirit because you belong to him you acknowledge him as Christ, as acknowledge Him as your Lord and Savior, the same way He told Nicodemus, He said you have to be born of the Spirit. That's freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Verse three says the Law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the Law could not do. He sent His own In a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us. By giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He declared an end to it. did this so that the just requirement of the law will be fully satisfied by us who no longer follow our sinful nature but instead follow the spirit so there is a just requirement of the law that deserves you and i to die there is a just requirement it is just it requires that we suffer but this is what God did. He said, Instead of them to suffer, I send my son. Gave him the same body that we have. And put all the sin nature of the world, not just believers, of the world. That's why I say, When you don't know Jesus, you are shortchanging yourself. You ought to know him. The provision has been made, you are just the one not receiving it. He said the grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men. He didn't say believers. Has appeared to all men. But not all men have received that salvation. Not all men have received that grace. So if I come to you today and I say you know what everyone in church today will go home with a million dollars as you're stepping out if you step out and then you meet someone along the way and say, hi, how are you doing? I heard that uh, there's a million dollars given to everyone that comes to church today. Say, oh really? They didn't give me. No, it's not that they did not give You did not collect. There's a difference. You did not take yours. So it's not that it was not given to you. No. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men us denying ungodliness doing this so it's not like it's not available it's available the new life in Christ it's available it's free for all but not everyone is receiving it that's why scripture is saying that God is working in us telling the world you're no longer under condemnation telling people that jesus died for you telling people that he's no longer counting your sins against you anymore and reconciling the world telling men that look you are free no longer live in bondage jesus was telling that man he said but not this woman being a daughter of abraham be freed from her infirmity telling them that look 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 she is free but she doesn't know and they ask you, how do you know that she's free? She's a daughter of Abraham. She has the covenant already. She's free, but she doesn't know. So you step out and say, no, no, you don't understand. You have a million dollars, but you don't know yet. That's what we tell people. That's what's it's called the good news. Too good to be true. The good news. When the angels appeared, what did the angels say? He said glad tidings there's joy there's good news glad tidings glad tidings glad tidings he said who no longer follow our sinful nature but instead follow the spirit he said those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Verse 7 says, For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's law. And it never statement in scripture that the sinful nature of man will never obey God's law never so anything you try to do in the flesh to please God it ain't working it's not working he said it will never obey God there's nothing you want to do about it you'll never obey God why the dynamics have changed you're now born of the Spirit the dynamics have changed everything has changed, you are now born of the spirit so you have to live by the spirit that's the new operation look at verse 8 says, that's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God it says but you turn to your neighbor say but you you are not controlled by your sinful nature You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of the living God in you. He said, and remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin the Spirit gives you life because you've been made right If the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, if that spirit lives in you, it will give life to your mortal bodies. It will vitalize your mortal bodies. If that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, it will energize, vitalize, give life to your mortal body. So it means that the energy of your body is in the spirit. It's in the spirit. It means that the strength you're looking for in the natural is in the spirit. Because you are born of the spirit. You can't escape it anymore. The dynamics have changed. The dynamics have changed. We cannot as believers function the way the world functions. We cannot. We live in the Spirit. We live by the Spirit. We are born of the Spirit. We function by the Spirit. It's not being spooky. It's who you really are. It's not being spooky. It's not. If you walk, if you if you walk around me, you understand that that's that's the way I live. I talk to everything. I talk to my leg. I talk to my shoes. I talk to the pulpit, I talk to everything around me. I talk to my car. I talk to everything everything I talk to him that's the way of the spirit that's the way of the spirit I don't contend with the doctors they're doing their business I only exercise who I am in the spirit the doctor say this I said no problem you've said it you you probably are correct but that does not mean that's my reality it's just what you have said and sometimes the doctors are correct most of the time they are correct so you don't have to blame them no they are doing their job if the doctor says you have malaria you probably do have malaria yes there are some parasites or whatever in your system but that doesn't mean that that's your reality they are correct there is something in your system that is giving you malaria but the the reality is that you are born of the spirit and you derive your life from the spirit so you speak to your body malaria okay they say you are there wherever you are. come out end of story you don't have to start fighting the doctors. No. I remember when my son, I took him to the hospital. They had, they, I don't think, they had to go to the hospital. There was a time the, when we were in Lagos. Um, I can't remember what the issue was. We got to the hospital and then I sat down, my wife sat down, the doctor brought the report and everything. I said, he has one thing, one thing. He mentioned the name. I was just staring at him. He mentioned, and mentioned, and mentioned, and he said something that, that struck me. He said, um, we, we, we checked, but we can't find anything. But I think he has, I said, excuse me, doctor, you can't find anything. But you now think he has. Doctors will always look for something. Apologies to any doctor in the house. They will always look for something. You never get to a doctor's and say, oh, you know, nothing. They'll tell you, there's, there's, there's everything. They said, eh, everything is okay. But, thank you. But. So when the doctors tell you but how can you say everything is okay, but so the doctor said that eh, there's, there's there's nothing but if you don't do this, do this, it will lead to this and he mentioned the name and I was like, Okay, are you done? He said yes. Tell my wife let's go. And then we left. I didn't think about it again. She was the one that wanted to go, and I said, Okay, no problem. One day, I was in a study. I was praying. I was praying with Dr. K. I was just praying in the study. And then my son just walked in. The moment he walked in, I just sensed the power of God on him. And God just told me, that's the end of that thing. And I smiled. I said, this life is a good life. the testimony of how i fall sick every september i must fall sick how i don't know and september for me is a very remarkable month it was the month i got saved it was the month i got filled with the spirit several things happened to me in september so i was like why september so when it's august i'm looking forward to the sickness i'm looking forward to it unconsciously i'm expecting it's getting, it's August the devil starts preparing my mind getting ready to fall sick. and then September comes boy, whatever I'm doing slap me out I'm down, September on this particular day I meditated in God's word soaked myself in the spirit and I said you know what Satan that's the end I didn't think about it, but I stayed in the spirit. I was not concerned about the natural, I just stayed in the spirit. Right there in the spirit, September came, I was fine, October came, I was fine. It's been over 15 years. If I go to the hospital, I'm going to see someone or pray for someone. It's been over 15 years. Do I have symptoms? Yes. Do I feel the fever? Yes. It's okay. It's a natural. Your body here is subject to decay. There are certain things that your body is subject to right here on earth. But you draw strength from the spirit. And of course you apply wisdom as well. I know when to rest. I know of food not to eat and things like that how to take care of my body exercise and all sorts you know you do all that after you've done all that then one satan will come somewhere and throw one thing at you and no you are born of the spirit first john 5 4 whatsoever 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 is born of god overcomes the world overcomes everything that is in the world whatever comes out of God whatever proceeds from the God from the Father whatever comes out of him overcomes the world so it means that there is something to overcome sickness is one of them disease lack is one of them why because you're born of the spirit So we're saying to men, be reconciled to God. Come back to Him. Come back to Him. Stand to your feet, church. He says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful, verse fifteen of uh, Romans chapter eight. That makes you fearful slave. Instead, you receive God's spirit when He adopted you as His own children, and He says, "Now we call Him." And now we call him Abba Father. Why? We've been born again. We have a new spirit within us. Lift your hands to him. And I love the way you father me.
1: Yeah. I love the way you father me. This is the way I'm
0: brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.